0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Tales from the Border, a podcast in which we, bunch of middle-aged crisis men, discuss <laughs> board games and tabletop <laughs> gaming in general. This week, we've been playing Mysterium.
1: Uh, yeah, we did play Mysterium, didn't we? Um, it's fair to say we had a mixed reaction, or at least... I had a mixed reaction. <laughs> no, your reaction was pretty
0: solid all yeah. the way through. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah, consistent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but I, I suppose, before we get to that, should we talk about what we all did for the last couple of weeks? In terms yeah, of- go for it. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, rather obviously, uh, since I've been banging on about it for a couple of weeks now, uh, I've been uh, playing uh, and putting together Warcry, uh, the new skirmish miniature game from Games Workshop. Um, and it uh, seems to be a fairly solid fast, action-packed uh, skirmish game. Um, not played enough games yet, but I've spent uh, a stupid amount of time putting together scenery and putting together models. Mm, so Grey plastic. Yes, it was a sea of grey plastic. Um, <laughs> and yes, it, my my hands have been stuck together more times than I can count. So, yeah, it's been... Hands uh, made of polystyrene? Uh, no, no, but you know, when you use super glue.
0: <laughs> so, plastic glue. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, no, it's been a good fun past couple of weeks, but... Uh, yeah, that's generally been what I've been doing for the last week. Yeah,
0: yeah well, we had a couple of run-throughs of that, didn't we? Um, yeah, I yeah. found it uh, pretty quick to pick up and uh, pretty action-packed, even though I was really bad at it.
1: So I think it, we weren't you weren't just unlucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, the we're, we'll, didn't we'll
0: save happen. that for when we actually do a review of that. But uh, yeah. yeah, I have words. Okay. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Darren has words. <laughs>
2: okay. What have you been up to, Chris? Um, I have acquired a new game, uh, Disney Disney Villainous, um, which my wife has bought for herself, but I have stolen. Um, I've looked inside it, and it's very pretty. It's meant to be very good, and I'm sure we will play it at some point. But apart from that, I haven't done really much. Oh, <laughs> I know, Rich. I have board game
3: wise, well, any game wise, it's been really kind of boring for me in amongst work and uni commitments. But I am trying to get Blackstone Fortress table ready, so we can at least give that a few run-throughs at some point.
1: <laughs> that would be quite cool. I mean, I've seen a few online playthroughs, and it looks quite an exciting game to play. So, yeah, yeah I'd be, I'd look forward to that. To be honest,
0: yeah, I had a first little gander at that the other day. Actually, um, I happened to be uh, perusing what Games Workshop box games look like these days, and and that one does seem like it might be worth a good good punt. Yeah, should be good fun.
3: Yeah, it's a, uh, it's one of those games that it's got quite an interesting take for uh, multiple players and like sort of when you come back to the game say weeks later you can pick it up right where you left it off and things like that so, so i presume it's
1: it's got campaign elements
3: it has
0: yeah okay i also played junior monopoly the other day okay yeah starting to get my children into uh, into some games some entry level stuff we have a game called tyrannosaurus rex as well which is a uh, mm-hmm. Actually, a, a very basic, round-the-board sort of game, but it uh, it actually gives the players some agency in making choices about which path they they take and the risk and reward of that. So it's quite a good
3: entry-level one. Yeah, we might have more of a discussion about uh, child-friendly games at some point well, in the future. Yeah I, oh, played... yeah, I have several examples of child-friendly games. I actually quite enjoy Labyrinth. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I've not played that, but uh, again, it'd be interesting to play through. Uh, I've played through Sushi Go the other week, uh, mm-hmm. which is like a pass-the-card sort of matching game where you have to build up sets of different types of sushi um, and your score point based on whether you've got particular types of sets. And yeah, that seems to be quite an interesting game to play as well. Yeah, so, um, cool. But it's very, very quick, um, very simple to pick up and put down. So yeah, no, that'd be uh, another good one to talk about, I think.
0: Very good. We get the expert opinion of children. Yes. Yeah. So, shall we uh, should we discuss our, uh, our general first impressions of Mysterium? I think that's probably a good idea.
1: Yeah. I don't want
3: to go first. <laughs> well. okay. I think shall the we? I think the owner should go first.
1: Uh, yeah, we do need okay. a bit well, of a, an explanation about how Mysterium works and who it's by and blah blah blah. Yeah.
2: Or well, I, I explained your game. If you want to explain mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Well, uh if you insist, Mysterium is a game where you play uh, psychic investigators investigating a crime in a haunted mansion and a ghost is giving you clues to the identity of the uh, killer, a location and a um, uh, a weapon, uh, much the same way as you do with with Cluedo. Um and uh, but the medium of uh the clues that they give you is these abstract pictures rather than giving you a specific clue. Uh, the twist is that the ghost cannot speak in any other way or cannot communicate apart from to say whether or not we've managed to guess the correct um, item or person or location. Uh, so it's quite a uh, it's an interesting take on the kind of the, the investigating uh, murder mystery genre. It's a fairly simple game to play. I think we've managed to get through about five or six games in two nights. Um, we'd have to play the slightly less elaborate version because we didn't have enough players uh, the first time we yeah. played through it. But um, uh, there are some interesting mechanics as to uh, each player has an individual uh, investigation. They're, they're, they're looking into and they're trying to guess an individual uh, murderer place and weapon and then there's a final round where you have to guess who the final murderer is because the ghost then selects a particular individual that is the actual murderer for that particular
2: game. As you said we played the two versions of the game, the cut down three player version of the game, I think you could play it with two as well mm-hmm. uh, but the three player version of the game we played I was, and I was a little bit underwhelmed, it was the first time I'd ever played the three player version of the game and it, it does cut out a lot of the mechanics as we discovered tonight when we played the full version of the game but the full version of the game i really actually enjoy i think it's very interesting i think it's very different i don't think there's many games that do it i especially like how um it's a cooperative game where i feel like it is actually cooperative you do have to speak to this and discuss to Get to the end of it because if you're if you're looking at cards and you have literally no idea, it becomes a guessing game and it's no fun. Then then you're just playing the numbers. I know that Rob was on the fence. <laughs> okay, maybe on the other side of the fence, but <laughs> no, but, but Darren, I, I think showed some interest to start with, especially when I first got the game out, you showed interest in the uh, the actual game itself before we'd even played yeah, it.
0: Yeah, just, just a first look in the box and the, and the, the very brief description of the idea that the, the person who's playing the Ghost can only communicate via showing these pictures and then there's an entire deck of these this wonderful abstract artworks that can be used to interpret or misinterpret so many different <laughs> things. Uh, and Just the, the very basic concept of that was really appealing, I really enjoyed just the thought of of that, playing that sort of game to start with, because uh, you know, as you said, it's quite rare. You, you don't really see many games playing that sort of mechanic. So it, it was really interesting to to try to get into it and uh, and see what it's about. Um, as you said, I think the, the full game with a couple of extra added mechanics there really makes a bit more of a difference to it than playing it as a three player was a bit.
2: It was a bit dull. I, I must admit, I I the, the when playing it with three people, I did find it very basic it was like baby's first yes it did did seem like that didn't it yeah and when i when i finished i was a little bit disappointed after showing it to you guys i thought you know i haven't really shown you the full game that's why i wanted to play it properly before we did the podcast to show you what the actual game was like um and hopefully it sold it but i'm not sure rich what did you think
3: well having only played the full player game it's a really interesting concept that fact that you've got this one player that can't talk or communicate and he's got these abstract cards and as that player um, you sit there and you think right I, I've made this either really abstract or really logical and I I can see it. it's the only one that sticks out and then you hear the players talking and you just get that sense of heart sink when <laughs> <laughs> they mention what you've done and then completely throw it out just like if it is this, then this is just stupid. <laughs> and it's, you just get that sense of heart sinking. and you're like, but that that is what I'm thinking.
2: So Yeah, there's two ways that you can play it, really, as we were discussing. There is a very literal kind of like, okay, there is a fork on the card, so therefore it means the person who is holding the fork on the thing. Yeah. Or there is the abstract way of, okay, the card is red which symbolizes blood and he's carrying a cutthroat razor so therefore it must be that. And it, and it all depends on the group. I think as we played it more, because we had three games the first time we played it and the more we played it, the easier I think it became because it was almost like we were getting into it a little bit more. Um, you only played... I've only uh, played the two games. The two games. One
3: one of the investigator, one as the, the ghost and at one point uh, I was sat there with seven cards in my hand, trying to really rack, rattle the edge of the cage to try and get them to fit in without completely binning them off. Mm. And the fact that you've only got three times you can reshuffle your deck.
2: Um, well, yeah, we played on medium difficulty, yeah. so yeah.
3: So it makes it quite difficult to think, right, I might need, I want some of these cards to come up later. So, I can't use these for this clue, but then the other cards don't really fit in, but I don't want to throw them away because if I draw cards that also don't fit in, and you're trying you' you know looking for those loose connections, and then you see the players when you give them the cards just think what what the hell is this guy playing
2: at, <laughs> why is he giving me these? Uh, and we did play the uh well we did say at the end that we held on to the cards so you people could explain their their views afterwards and yeah. explain like what they've actually put on the table and you at the end you were a little bit okay i can see where you're coming from and then there were other times where it was like no that is just complete idiocy what you just put <laughs> yeah. on the board well, i think um, it's
0: um it's, it's probably worth reiterating at this point that the the deck of cards that the ghost has um I mean initially I kind of thought of them as maybe like a bit like a tarot deck but they're not even as you know concise as that they are literally a a smorgasbord of strange dreamscapes I think it describes them as visions on the, on yeah, the yeah I think they're called visions aren't they they're the vision cards but it, 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 they can they can be utterly anything from a from a sort of fantastical landscape
1: um, a building. I think so one of the first cards I had was a, a furry spider with a, wearing a mask, sitting on top of a toadstool with some apples on the floor. Um, you know, we had one with a the, the outside of a castle which has pictures of a potion, uh, a scroll, and then an apple tree growing at the top of the roof. Um, they, you know, they, they were yeah. truly sort of there, there's so many disconnected sort of things on each card um, that it is quite difficult to say, okay, well that card represents that particular. Clue, which is, you know, obviously that is the game. Um, I found that incredibly frustrating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, th-
0: I think we could, um, this evening, in the, the couple of playthroughs we did tonight, we we three who'd played the previous time, we picked up on a couple of tropes that we'd kind of, not tropes is the wrong word really, but things that we'd kind of stumbled into in our own right. In the previous times, we'd played a few rounds, like the, the one card that is a, st- a stack of books. And it, yeah. it's quite clearly a stack of books. It, you know, it's arranged. They're all like stepped up on top of each other in a triangle, almost like a house of cards made of books and things like this. And But to us, that instantly said library, and there was no two ways about that because we'd got used to playing that yeah. card as the library when each of us had taken a turn as the ghost. Yeah. So it, some of the cards become relatively obvious like that. And if you play with the same group, I, I suppose some of them are going to do that. But then some other cards were so, so thickly random with...
2: Disparate information, <laughs> yeah, craziness, and the fact that you can play more than one card at a time, and the cards then stack up as well. You don't, you can't get rid of the card you've played. That card is always there, and that can really yeah. mess it up. Yeah. If you then get a perfect card, it's like okay. So say you've been, you've had the library that you want to describe, but you've put down various things which kind of, very mean, yeah, very to, yeah. tenuous link to a library, and then you put down the book, but it, but it could be the shed outside, it could be, you know, the graveyard and all this, yeah. and you can't bin off cards, and that that's one thing that I find a little bit frustrating with the game, is that you can't pick and choose which cards to play, and you can't choose not to play a card, because there were some times where people were making the right decisions behind my, because you have a GM screen as the ghost, yeah. which you hide behind, and there were times where I think it was uh, Darren, was there discussing, like, oh well, I think it's definitely this one. I'm like, yes, it's it's 100% this one. Yes, 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 yes. But I've still got to play one of these cards, which means absolutely nothing to yeah. do with words. <laughs> You're on the right tracks, but now I am forced to throw you off one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, again, that, that that's one of the few things that I don't, it's not don't like, but it's, it's frustrating. It, it, but it's part of the game. It's part of the mechanics. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I think for me, that's one of the big things I really liked about the game is the fact that it is... It is trying to find a logical or or poetic or emotional meaning behind a certain card that in some way ties it to that and as the as one of the the psychic players, you have to try and understand the thought process behind the player as the ghost who who's giving you these cards, knowing full well that they're drawn from a very small pool of seven cards that they have at the time, so it it could mean absolutely nothing,
3: yeah. But
0: the longer you go, you end up with a bigger pool of cards to to draw from to to yourself to
3: figure out what's going on. And and that sort of, I find it really... uh... I must admit, at one point, uh, like with Rob's first guess, it's like the pool of cards that he had in front of him got so big that trying to get the tenuous links between them... (laughs) Yeah, became more and more difficult.
1: Yeah, what was you trying to say is that I was so bad at the game <laughs> when he was uh, when he was trying to describe what was going on that uh, I had six cards in front of me to try and make sense of the, the who the the initial killer was, and I couldn't see a connection between the six cards in front of me and any of the cards. So I was literally guessing almost every single time because the t- the, the the few clues that I thought were oh yeah that obviously relates to that nothing were nothing to do with what I thought they were to do with so. It just became, it, like, it just became a, a game of okay, I'm going to guess that one next. I'll guess that one next. Yeah. Um. So in the end, we we lost the game because we ran out of time because I just didn't have enough uh, moves left to 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 solve the solve the
2: case. But that was the only game we did lose. That is true. Out of the five or six games we played, we we lost one, and we were close. To be fair, not.
1: Many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and again, it's one of those things that the the, the cards on the, the the final the weapon uh, we we discussed. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all red cards. Maybe it relates to this particular red card, and that was the connection that Rich was going for. And then we talked ourselves out of it because we saw, oh, actually, well, that one's got a potion on it. That one's got a water, so you know, some liquid. Oh, and that one's um, something else that was sort of related to poison. Therefore, it must be poison. So. We just we talked ourselves out of it because there's so much information on the cards that actually getting a meaningful sort of connection it, it's difficult. And, and I know that's the game, but for me that's just so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so yeah. frustrated
3: at kind of like not being able to give the players yeah. further prods in the right direction. Mm. It's so frustrating sitting behind them when you you know that they've already talked themselves out of the answer.
2: <laughs> well, you described it initially as cooperative Cluedo, but there's a little bit more to it than that, but I can so- see where you're coming from. Yeah. But you said you'd almost prefer to play Cluedo. Well, the thing about Cluedo is,
1: is, is there's a very logical sort of, yes. you know, you, you find clues, you, you work out who can or could not have done the the, the the, deed, and it's it's based on a logical progression. This is not logical at all. You know, no, this, this it's has very more to do with creative more. interpretation. Exactly. Uh, so... Uh, which is why I, I was pretty bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I think you do yourself an
0: injustice. You were you were leaps and head bounds ahead of me. and other times we played. So it,
1: it, I think it's 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 a it's a visual sort of medium, and it's just it was very sort of. I think if you if you get on the wrong track, you 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 do get lost, and it can be very frustrating for players if they're not in that mindset. Um, I, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm, I'm just, you know it's just one of those things that if if you uh, if you feel um lost in that in that way, then uh you're gonna get very angry
3: with the game. I say, yeah, <laughs> iPhone, once you're lost, you're very lost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> well I think
0: that, that once again has to do with the the particular cards that are played and that that depends on whichever cards the ghost has, has drawn into his
1: hand. Yeah, I suppose one thing you could say about the game is that it's only forty-five minutes to play through. So even if you are lost for one game, it's not the end of the world. You just play again. Or, yeah, you know. You and play it, else. It, as you say,
0: there are there are three different things that you have to determine. You start with the the a person and a location, and then a murder weapon. And if you get stuck on one of them for three or four rounds, yeah, you know that's only three or four rounds of a game that's twelve rounds, maybe. Well, no, uh, probably six, isn't it? Six yeah, or seven. Seven, think, seven rounds. Seven you rounds. get yeah, seven yeah, hours. Seven rounds over. and then the end. Yeah. 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 So, you know, even <laughs> then it's it's still pretty fast-paced and, and swift-moving and you kind of get on to the next one and then, you you know, you probably find you immediately get the next one right. Yeah.
3: Oh well, Yeah, you find that, like, Chris, on your playthrough, you, like, had one clue and it was, like, right to this. Then one clue, right to this. You know, you, you sped through it each turn. You were...
2: Uh, by the end of the third turn, you'd already cleared the deck. But yeah, it, you but did. in the, the exact same game, that was the one that Rob was stuck for six goes, six turns on one thing, or five turns on yeah on the yeah. person. So it just goes to show that it, obviously, mine and your thinking was on the same wavelength, and yours and Rob's wasn't. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah, well, <that's> it. once <laughs> again, it
0: comes down to the, there's still that randomness of the cards. It's not like the ghost has a deck of fifty two cards to choose from and can give you any ones he wants to to create this story or anything literally it's down to those seven cards and if you've got nothing that that is a literal representation of a thing mm. then you have to as we've said many times you have to start getting abstract with this shit yeah. and uh, that way can lie madness mm. uh, yes yes <laughs> I,
1: I was tearing my hair at the end of that. i, just, yeah. I was very angry
0: <laughs> yeah it didn't didn't seem to make a lot of sense no no i but I'd say the you know once again the bigger the debt the the pool of cards that you're looking at gets the you start to find some way that those could all link together mm. and I you know I think at that point you ought to be able to see something from it maybe even if you are just left in a series where you're you're just guessing yeah um,
1: I, I, think, I suppose I, one of the disappointing things is that even if one player fails the other players can't then make a, a guess at the the final sort of pass. Yeah. So you're building up to, you know, you play for 40 minutes, effectively, and then, yeah. oh, you can't complete the game because one player has missed out one, one clue. Well, I think that you know, that, that is bit...
0: completing the game because it, it is a cooperative game and you are yeah. encouraged to discuss yeah, it amongst it's, it's yourselves. Just... And none of us could, it wasn't just you who couldn't well, figure that one out, none yeah. of us could find that logical thread really in there that was in any way solid enough to be able to say, yes, definitely it's this one. Yeah, it was, so it, it it was it a 50-50 sort of. Four turns of it in the end. Yeah but it, yeah i mean it, that that is the game is to play together like that and if none of you can figure it out because of the the cards just weren't there for the for the ghost to give you then we all four of us lost against the game yeah as opposed to all four of us winning against and the that's
3: game that's it as the ghost when you're looking there at the seven cards in your hand and you think right i've got you know we we four we four clues into this and I've got nothing in my hand that could represent it, and then you bin them and reshuffle, and you're like, again, I've got another seven cards that mean absolutely nothing, and then you feel like you really let down the other players because, <laughs> you know, it's it's your responsibility to guide them to move them on, mm. and you just can't, and that that's
2: really difficult. Mm. Um, it's not in this game but I, I played the app version of the game and you are able to ping parts of the cards that you play and point if you like on to certain parts of the cards so if people are so if the players are unsure you can go ping i'm going to point to the fork so that that far, that therefore the p- part of this card which i want you which i'm referencing is this this bit here this 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 and in this game it's not you know, in the board game, you can't do that, and I'm not sure whether it's introduced in the expansions. I do own the expansions, but I have to look into it. But I think that is an, a mechanic which would help prevent things like this. So, if, for example, he couldn't get the nun, Rob Rob was struggling to find it, well yeah. th- to pick out the nun out of the yeah pool of players, which is you know an everyday occurrence. Right? An everyday occurrence, yeah, and and with six cards in front of him. And I think your options were the nun, the chef, and uh, the seamstress. Seemstress. The seamstress, the we left, and it, it was yeah. six cards, and it could have been anything. But if you had been able to point to a particular card and being okay, this and yeah. like the church, you know, or something like this, it's like okay, or the cross. Therefore, okay, it's the nun. We know where exactly where you're referencing. Instead of this pool of six cards of, it's it's almost too much information. Then yeah. it, it literally mm. could be anything when you get to that size. And I think that's the point. When you start losing, you start losing hard. Or you, st- or when if you're if you're not getting off the first two cards, another card isn't going to help. Yeah, and that's, uh... and that's that's that.
0: Yeah, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. I think. I mean, I had a similar situation tonight. I forget who was the ghost at the time, but yeah, I ended up with three cards, and none of them seemed to make any sense. But then the fourth card came out, as the ghost had drawn it, played it to me. That explained everything. Has to be this one. That's it's quite straightforward. Hmm. Still, don't see how these first three cards actually mean anything to do with that. But this one says yes, definitely. So you go with that. Yeah, and yeah. and that happened to be the the way to to get past that stage.
1: So, Chris, you you've not played the expansion, uh, so do you know anything about them?
2: Uh, it, I think as a, I think it just adds more cards as a, right. um, more vision cards. I think it adds another. Instead of weapons, it's something else, or instead of um, oh yeah, rooms. you said there was a fourth There's a fourth thing, thing. You, you replace one with the other one oh, So okay. it's mixing it up basically But okay. just adding more of the same I think I'd have to look into it
3: but. So that's kind of for people who've played it a lot of times And got got through the deck A couple of times and had Near enough all the locations Or all the, they cool. can take one out And actually Experience it like a new game that's it. We'll
1: yeah, I suppose because that would be the
3: the one problem with the game
1: is if you play it enough with the same number of people, there's only a limited number of cards. There's only eighteen, I think, of each of the suspects, rooms, and weapons. So you're picking out six cards at the beginning of the game, so you're only going to get a limited number of variation. Well, I mean, there's a fair amount of variation there, but you're still going to see all the cards pretty rapidly if you're playing it. You know, yeah. Two or three I mean, times that's
0: a week. A, we, as we mentioned before there's the, the, that stack of books. And, and just in our little group and the five or so playthroughs we've had, we now all know that that one just yeah. means the library. Yeah. And you, you know, if that one crops up, then you, if you're the ghost and you get that one in your hand and you know your library's in play somewhere, then you're just going to keep that one until the right time and use that. Yeah. Exactly. So the same sort of things are going to happen for most of those specific characters or locations. It's not going to come up every single time because you're not going to get through that entire deck of vision cards
2: mm. to quite the same extent. But yeah, because um, I've just looked. There's only eighty-four. There's only 84 vision cards. I thought there was more than that, and I think yeah, the expansion right. adds adds like another. I think it, almost another deck to that. So it really doubles yeah, it up. Almost, I think it pretty much doubles it up. So that's quite a, you know, a good There's amount. An awful add. lot of abstract dreamscapes <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah.
0: confuse your friends
1: with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nightmares. Really, some of them are sounds, pretty nightmares.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of them are very dark, but then at the same time, some of them are joyous and light. Yeah, you know. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, the uh, the the first one of the chain that we couldn't seem to figure out for you was um, some children playing in a green field, Yeah. Something. Very, I mean, there was more details so, in the card than that.
3: It was a, a greenfield with a signpost in the middle, uh, a sort of wanderer with a a stick and rucksack, st- rucksack type thing over his shoulder and another one sitting with like head in its hands next to the signpost. So quite an abstract. And that was meant to mean none. No, well, yeah, it was to represent a <laughs> no, as a as a principal, you know, the person with the head in the hands was, ob- you know, to me, obviously lost, and the other person yeah. coming along could help. After you explained it, you, we, we kind of got yeah. it. Yeah. And we, you got, you know, nuns are, are meant to sort of help people.
1: Yeah, but also it was kind of like in a green field, and then we had a... A tracker for the i think the first one i chose was like the, the the hunter tracker type character
3: yeah
1: and then the second time it was like i forget what it was but it was it was also this green idea so i thought well there's there's the there's the uh, uh the bagpipe player he's got a green kilt so yeah, it was a Scottish piper wasn't it, it was yeah. like the, so there are the lots glens. of kind of ways that you can be led astray and obviously you know that is the game it's, yeah it's not i think like, that's the point of it yeah it? and i and, you know my frustration is more down to my not my inability to to, to to really get my head round it as much as i'd like to get my head around it it's it's one of those games that you know through through no fault of your own you could completely get it completely wrong just because you're not in the same way you like to somebody else whereas there are other games where it's you know it, it's it, it's luck based and you know sometimes the dice aren't with you some but there are some games where it's it's very much it's completely in your control as to whether or not you find out who does what now my personal preference is that you know if you've got a game where it's okay you need to find xyz um i'd prefer to have a more logical sort of sequence of events to find xyz um you know it's it's just a taste thing it's not necessarily that that one is better than the other Although, you know, I think, <laughs> think Cluedo a... is a far superior game to Mysterium, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Given I be. believe I've, I've
0: referenced this before, but in, in that uh, in that particular thing, then why waste your time with Cluedo mm. when you could just play Guess Who?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if you're going to boil it down to just. Yeah. <laughs> literally just keep
0: stripping it down.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The, the cold hard facts, if you're doing it right, you can't get it wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. I. I, I was, there, there are obvious differences between Guess Who and. Uh, and <laughs> well, there's Plugo, a couple but, of differences. Yeah, yeah. I'll give yeah. you that. <laughs> yeah, but it's again, it's it's taste, isn't it? You know, sometimes you'll find that that is the right thing to be playing in with the audience that you're playing it with. But it's it, it wasn't to my taste this particular week. Um, you know, maybe it will be next week.
2: <laughs> well, we'll,
1: we'll see. You know. Yeah,
0: I think that's uh, as, as you say. It comes down to taste because uh, the, the only things that you're saying that, that are negatives for this game really are the. For yeah. me, they're the key positives. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah. so it comes <laughs> down <laughs> to just a slightly different style, yeah. looking for something different. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But it, yeah. The, the... How would you improve the game, Rob?
2: It, like, if if you had to dip, make an abstract, if you had to take Mysterium mm. in its abstract sense and form, how would you make it to your taste? Apart from burning uh, it, apart from yeah. burning it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> or making it into
3: Um yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I think it probably is, is is to make it more clue based, so it will be more, I suppose, more more texty almost. Uh, again, and again, it probably, it, it, obviously, it will be a completely different game, but you have more clues that are more sort of, um, uh, I guess, based on actual events that happened for each particular individual. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, it, it, that thing is that makes it easier in one way because you're getting a very definite sort of um, idea of who the characters are. But that I I wouldn't say that's going to be an improvement. It's just it.
2: <laughs> as you said, it's a taste thing. Exactly, because um, because we have been discussing this with friends, and a, a lot of people like and love the game. Oh, yeah. and we're surprised that you didn't like it, hmm. and. You're the first person I've known that hasn't liked it. Not, not you know. I've met people that haven't loved it, but you're the first person I've known that's disliked it. Mm. Um, I'm not sure, Rich. What was your take on it as a general kind of?
3: As a general thing, it. I think, for myself, it. If I was playing playing it, and we had those like sort of trope type cards where we all knew what they meant, that would take a lot of enjoyment out of it, and what happened for me was i was enjoying it to start with when we were like the investigators trying to figure it out but as the ghost that kind of, having each time everyone started discussing what it meant it was like and they you know and you can it's like and it's wrong and it's right that just sucked everything out for it
1: mean, <laughs> yeah. well, to be fair we Apart from the last game, we completed all the games. We got who the ghost was trying to tell us who the murderer was. So from that point of view, actually, it wasn't a difficult game to play. So, you know, my complaint that it oh, would need to be more logical. It doesn't hold much water because we, we got
2: yeah. the
1: and the results we-
2: generally. I and mean, um, we only lost by one turn. Yeah, exactly. I think a turn, one turn more and we would have got it, and probably Yeah, one yeah. if we were on it. Yeah, just by a process
0: of elimination, because you'd tried every
2: other option <laughs> at that point. So yes, yeah. we would have had it in that last yeah. turn otherwise. <laughs> Being last does make it easier. They do make it because everyone else has taken their cards away from the, yeah. the options. Yeah, so therefore, somewhat, it, really if cool. you are last, they do kind of...
3: Yeah. Right, positives for me was it was really easy to pick up. Um, oh, yeah. You know, really easy to pick up, and to start with, like when you when you're the players, it's when you're it, it's it's like, whoa, look at all these like weird dreams. You know what? What do these all mean? But the other side of that is, well, I've got to put these together in some fantastical way that for them to guess, and that I didn't enjoy that part. Mm. So um, maybe I would have enjoyed it more just being a pla- just being but an you've investigator. Got to, you've got to
2: play both sides to appreciate it. Uh, that's what because we've all played the Ghosts, We've all played the yeah, investigators. Yeah, we, we made sure we, we made sure that we played both because it's a very different game from which side of the mm. the board you're on. Yeah. It most definitely. Yeah. yeah, I
0: think I mean there's definitely something to be said that there's more pressure on you as the ghost to deliver good clues. Yeah, which can can be difficult. Mm. And once again, if you you're I mean a, a different mindset person i mean a, a, one of our old friends um who's recently left the country <laughs> if he was playing the ghost i'm not sure if that would be the most hilarious thing ever or an actual crime scene <laughs> <laughs> because that would be an experience
1: what you mean
3: we'd kill him because yeah maybe. <laughs> yeah maybe yeah
0: yeah but i'm not sure if so anybody infuriate. else's mind is going to work on the same level
3: so. yeah, i no. wouldn't want to no. try and delve into the connections that he no. would make. No. No, you know, you got a point there.
1: Um so I think would is this game so easy to pick up that you'd recommend it to kind of first time players or to family players family games that sort of thing?
2: I think you it- could I've used this game to introduce people who do not play board games and some have I I, I tell a lie, one other person hated it. And that was my wife, and she, for the exact same reason that you don't mm-hmm. like it, it's yeah. the it's too abstract, yeah, and it was not logical, and it's the exact same reasoning what why mm. she hated it, but her friend loved it, yeah, and the other person I introduced it to loved it as well, and in fact now owns the game after I've introduced it. So I think it is a marmite game, definitely. Mm. I, I don't think you can pick this up and be like, it's all right. I think it's you, you like this game, you like this type of game. Uh, or you you just don't. It's not that you don't get it, is it, Rob? You you, yeah. you you get the game, but you just it's it's not your idea of fun.
1: Yes, that that's exactly right. I think you know it. it, it the, the game itself is very simple in terms of concept, in terms of kind of execution. Um, uh, you know the artwork is fantastic. So you, there, there's a great deal of effort that's gone into the the manufacture of the game and the kind of the the, the way that the game works. It just I so I appreciate it for the the craft it i just bumped up against the kind of the concept and like no don't like that <laughs> and it, it could be that maybe if if we'd had a better run of games or potentially i'd be thinking oh no actually i really do like this game but but because we got had a few roadblocks i'm then thinking oh it really it, it it just frustrated me enough that i'm thinking i don't really want to play this very often i mean i don't mind playing it but it's just you know one of those games that i yeah. wouldn't i, I wouldn't I f- say to you uh, oh chris can we play mysterium this week <laughs> You know, I wouldn't mind if somebody said, do you want to play Mysterium? But I'm not going to be advocating for it.
2: I, I did feel your frustration in that second game Yeah, where, <laughs> where yeah. you just <laughs> were not getting it. And it was a struggle and it was kind of like, please let this one be the correct answer. Ugh, it's not. Mm. Okay. Is it this one? No. Ugh, okay. Next one. No, uh, right? Okay, is it this one? It has to be this one. Yeah, it's this one. Thank God for that. Next, please. Yeah, can, it, it's it's the relief on. and the frustration. But for me, in that second game, it was like, is it this one? Yes. Is it this one? Yes. Is it this one? Yes. I finished, yeah. and, it, <laughs> and for me, it was really good. I really enjoyed yeah. that second game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I, I kind of floated around in, in the middle of that those two experiences, and I I would have preferred your experience, Rob, mm. in in the fact that trying to keep thinking what on earth is he trying to communicate to me (laughs) as opposed to just getting it right yes 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 done you you
2: mean rich being good
0: well i know i mean once again (laughs) i just reiterate it comes down to the luck of what cards you've got and how you're thinking in
3: reference to that the cards that chris got it, it really shows that me and chris in that game were looking at the card and picking up instantly what you know yeah, you what getting you to What yes, the yeah. what the reference was? Because I can imagine I could have give that card to somebody else with the same meaning, but they wouldn't have picked that re- the immediate reference up. Okay. So I have a connection to Rich. <laughs> 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 Only in in that thing because <laughs> the previous game when you gave me cards, I looked at them and went, "What the hell is he trying to communicate in this?" So yeah. I think it was really like that look of the draw that. There was something obvious on the card that related, even if it wasn't like sort of the centerpiece of the card.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're still you're looking in the peripherals a little bit, yeah, to, to find the specific thing that is, is quite a literal reference to the yeah. person, location, there's, there's or weapon that, that, that much, you're looking at.
2: It's that much detail because I'm sure was it when we played it the first time? Um, I played a card which was a water scene, and there was a fish and a whale, and I was trying to reference. Uh, one of the rooms, which on the picture, a picture on the wall had a picture of a whale. The tiny, a tiny picture of a whale on the yeah, wall, and you yeah. did pick it up eventually. Uh, yeah. No, you picked that up straight away. I think in that, in that, when if I remember, it was definitely first or second time that you definitely picked it up. Yeah, well, fair enough. But but the fact you've you got it
0: was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, once again, it, if you're able to lay down two or three cars that all point to the same theme, then it really makes it. Yeah, that's much clearer. But when you're doing you're drip feeding one and then two. The f- and then you can might go
2: through more than one gets, card if you want. Yeah. But it, but
1: I, I think sometimes that just muddies the water. It, it's you only if you've cards got... unrelated, and you think, oh, my God, how how on earth do they relate to, not only themselves, but to that A card on the board? Uh, and that's, I think, the thing that got me in a couple of occasions where it's like, well, okay, I can see the connection between this card and a card on the board. I can see a connection between this card and a different card on the board, but I can't see a connection that links all of them to one card on the board. So... Yeah. Again, it's the game. Yep. It's, yeah, well, again,
0: <laughs> that is the game. That's, yeah.
1: that's the bit I really like
0: about I like, it. Yeah. It's trying our, to fathom.
3: the policeman with the fairies with lamps in the night sky. Yeah. And then a hat on a cobbled street.
0: Once again, quite abstract. I think obviously <laughs> tying it to it, but it just got the, the combination of those two cards yeah. when faced with the six particular characters that it could have been, it just felt more of that yeah. police officer rather
2: than... Yeah. You know, and when you click, it's nice. Anyone else. When, oh, when, yeah. that, when that happens you, and you get that connection, you behind the board as the ghost are like, yes, they're getting it. And you as the investigator like, oh, I get what he's trying to mm-hmm, reference. Mm-hmm. And that's when the game is fun. That's when yeah. the game shines. Yeah. And then... Uh, it, it, it's <laughs> it's
1: when, when you're getting things wrong, you 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 almost feel like you haven't got the emotional intelligence to to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you yeah. start getting really frustrated. thinking, am I... Do I do I have a soul? <laughs> am I just, you know, you start getting quite deep into how your brain works and you're thinking, am, am I just, just completely divorced from other people's realities? It's uh it can be quite yeah, depressing. And
3: that, what I found is that you, when once you get into that state of mind, you start looking up all the tiniest of details that maybe even the ghost hasn't picked up on. Hmm. And you're like, Well, if it's not this, then it's gonna be this these, these, tiny like little mouse in the corner that is like a smudge on the thing, connected mm. to the this these the shadow that sort of looks like a piece of cheese and things. Like, and, you know, you start going really abstract, and it's like, well, no, no, you've gone well off into the realms of yeah, uh,
1: obscurity and yeah. absurdity.
0: Yeah, sometimes that's the best place to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with the uh, the. The additional mechanics in the larger player game.
2: Yes. Um, what the large game included was a track where you could um, well, you could make reference on whether the, you, could, you could say whether the person was correct or not, couldn't you? It was
0: Yeah, the other psychic players get to have an opinion about whether or not you are guessing correctly. and if they, if they are correct in saying you are correct or not, then they get a point on the track, which uh, at certain points means that they get to see more of the final
1: uh, crime. Yes. Or more clues that relate to the final crime, crime. so they can more easily solve it. I found
0: that was was quite a fun little addendum to the game as well. I mean, I'm not sure it really made a big difference to the core of the game. No, but it gives you something to
3: do. Yeah, it added in a little bit of... It's that little bit of competitiveness at the end that... You know, it's like, oh, I think I'm right, and then. But
1: I, I think the problem with it is, well, first of all, you only get three of each, uh, you, so you can only say um, somebody's correct three times or incorrect three times. Yeah, and you, you, get you do get it refreshed uh, uh, eventually. At 10, but, Four. Yeah, uh, but the, the 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 issue with that is that uh, I found there are certain times where I, I thought, oh, I I know that I know that Darren's right, but I hadn't got any tokens to say that he was right. I had to put a an incorrect token to to do anything. Um, so that that was a, a slight limitation, I felt. Yeah,
0: yeah, I see what you mean with that one. It'd be nice to be able to just cast a yes or no vote, regardless of how many tokens, tokens you've, you've got, got left. left. Yeah,
2: um, but then you could just say yes on everything because you know at some point they're going to have to be correct.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. but if you're doing that and it's taking them five guesses to get there, then you're.
2: But if you losing. can just guess yes every time, it doesn't. There's no. But yeah, the, there still but needs to
0: be a limit on the number of guesses you can make. But having the option to say yes four times instead of only having three of
2: each, I think three of each was three three in three turns. Three of each in three turns isn't a bad way of looking at it. I think it was very no, fair with the amount no, of tokens you
0: get. It's, it's balanced because you all get the same. But it, uh, mm. you know, as Rob was saying, if you've already spent a few of your tokens, and,
2: and in, a, in, reason,
0: a, in a
1: four-player game, you know, you can easily spend two tokens a turn. So you can spend your tokens in three turns, and then you've only got, you know, you've got to wait a turn to get them refreshed, and then you've you've got enough tokens to spend again two in the same turn. uh, Sorry, yeah, two per turn for the the remaining three turns. So the issue is, is if you're saying, oh well, I think you're right, I think you're right, I think you're right. That's it. And if you're guessing that other people are right all the time, you run out of tokens to play.
2: But it just shows that you've got to have a. Bit of a, a little bit of tactics when you're playing. A, yeah, it just adds another but, element to yeah, the Yeah, it is. I, I another suppose element that element. you have to think. You have, if you're going to, instead of just throwing them down, you have to think: Is this person correct? Am I 100 percent sure this person is correct? Well, I'm pretty sure. I will play it, or I won't play it, or but, you know, there, there were times where we thought where it was like you're 100 percent wrong, and you're putting it down, mm-hmm. and and then the person was right and it was it, it's it's just that little extra tactic which I, th- I like and I think with that though is cuz it's a group game
3: yeah everyone's working together and you've got the cards in front of you especially when someone's like say got three cards and then all the other psychic investigators are going right we've all agreed that we think this is the meaning and then that person puts it down it's like yes we all agree that this is right and <laughs> it turns out it's wrong and you like
2: Okay, now I've just used my last correct answer on something that we all agreed on. It's cooperative, but the player gets the final decision. That's mainly how it plays. You're you're told that you are to discuss it, and that is where the cooperation is. But when you're picking, you are the one choosing. It is not the group that is choosing, it is you. And if you as a group have gone, okay. Um, I it could be that one, but it could be that one, and I'm leaning more to the one that you're not picking. That is where the those tokens come into play. You can play without the tokens. It it, it does give you the option.
3: Yeah, but I I do like the fact that you know you can be sat there at the end. You have got that little bit of competition where they, it's like, well, player one only gets to see one clue card, but I get to see all three. Yeah, and,
2: and also the be- <laughs> the more that you the the better you've done is you are in control as well, and you get to make your your decision counts for more yes as we found out in the last game because the, the more um the fa- further up the track you go the more clues you get at the final guess and i think in our first game two of the players only got to see two cards um one of them got to see three yep. and each person picked a different set of cards <laughs> yes that's correct but the person who was further up the track then got the decision and fortunately, it was the right decision. So we won yeah, that game. it was game. obvious because it was the third card that they. It got was the to third card that, that sold it. We yeah. didn't get yeah. to see that was and, an absolute and, giveaway. Yeah. So. Um, and again, that is one part of the game which I enjoyed because it, it made it a little bit more exciting at the end than just flipping three cards. And because the, at the end it becomes non-cooperative, you know, you you can't discuss it. And I like I like the way that it concludes. I like the way that it's not just okay, you've won after the initial game. There is that second stage. Yeah, it's stage. the extra
0: one to. to decide which of the crimes actually is the the one that's happened or is going to happen or whatever the particular yeah. prediction is. But but yeah, I mean, the way the way that actually panned out so that you you know you might end up with only seeing one card. Or you you might get two or if you've done particularly well you might get three. That makes for a compelling little mechanic and it, it make, makes it worthwhile. But the actual doing of it as say was a little um, a little restrictive because once again it, it felt very much like it was at the mercy of the randomness of the cards mm. as pointed out if, if so, certain cards come out and you kind of as a consensus think it's got to be that one mm. it's got to it's be pointing at this particular person so you all say yes I agree with that it turns out not to be then when another card comes out and makes it obvious that it's actually somebody else but you've run out of I agree yeah. chits then you, you can't score that point so yeah <laughs> yeah
3: there was a bit at the end where when the three cards come out that each card each card only refers to one of the the items so whether it's the person the the room or the weapon. Yeah. And at one point I think you, yourself Rob got confused that that was the case. Yeah, uh, I did, yeah. And then started to make connections between them. Yeah. Which led you down a different track to to Darren. Yeah. And again the third card that you didn't see. If we'd the third card, you misjudged right. oh, yeah. the rules and, and
0: kind of went the wrong way. I, I saw the two cards and, and chose a different path based on yeah. what I thought was one, the only standout clue in that. And then the third card, in fact, proved us both
3: completely wrong. Yeah. And it was just fortunate that, yeah. Yeah, that, that I saw all did. three cards. But yeah. you can imagine that if you've not done very well in the entire game, like with your, your guesses. Mm. or you've taken till, like, the sixth turn, seventh turn to get it, so you, you don't score that many points, and you only see one card at the very end.
2: I think it's rare it's, that you will see one card. Yeah, yeah, you've got to have done fairly badly to yeah. only see the one card. I think two and three, you know, looking at how we played was the standard, I think, in the second game tonight, even though we didn't get that far, I think the two of us we were did. on three cards. Yeah, and I was
1: on two, and I hadn't actually finished. And you hadn't night. actually yeah. So,
2: you know, it... You would have been there, yeah. yeah. And as and as much as we say, uh, as we've been talking, you know that it it is all down to the cards, and it is very abstract. We did only lose once, yeah, out of five or six games, yeah, yeah. So it worked. <laughs> we, it, it, yes, as a mechanic, yeah. it, it, it did guide us in the right direction. We did pick the right cards, and we. So
1: did... you've asked me how I would improve it. How would, would you guys do anything to improve it? Would you change anything about it?
2: Um. As I mentioned earlier, I would include if it like as I said on the app, the ping, being able to point to a point on a card to help people if they are struggling. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I'd have perhaps some sort of, um, some sort of like another counter or something that you know maybe each person has a couple of clues where they can ask the, the spirit for more yeah. information, which would you know you maybe then trade that in for one of your points. Yeah. yeah, I think that would so definitely you know, have you can a cash catch a point in to get an extra clue because you're like, I'm getting nowhere here. Give me something and then it, Yeah.
2: Maybe move one step down the track to be able to yeah, point I mean. to, to a clue. Yeah, yeah I I de- de- f- that would, I think, a would in-
3: improve it. I definitely second that. You know, it's as the ghost you sat behind the screen thinking I know the connection because 'cause I've yeah. come yeah.
2: up with it. And you're desperate to tell the And you're desperate you to tell people. the person. Yeah. And then
3: when they are... I've obviously made a uh a wrong decision or a you know a, a wrong connection you're sitting there thinking I can't react can't react
2: can't react you know can't give them anything other than what they've got mm-hmm. it's really difficult um, I think another way it could be improved is the ability to remove cards if you think that you've given something that is way too abstract and they're just not getting it if you can just take that card away and just be like forget about that card that card now no longer exists mm-hmm. just concentrate on this one please i think that would improve the game as well
0: once again, that's in those situations where your players struggling to get what the hell your what thought your path sin. is. But which I don't senses... necessarily think taking the cards out makes that much of a difference.
3: I wouldn't agree. Taking the cards out definitely been able to give extra hints. Hmm. Or,
1: but I suppose the thing is, you know, if you could have taken a card out from the the six you had given me, then perhaps I would have. I wouldn't have followed the same. Logical progression. Yeah, you might have yeah. break so, the
2: chain of the, the yeah. wrong connections as Yeah, it exactly. That's what I mean. If you'd taken that and first if, card out, that green one, I think it would have led, you know, in this example, more towards the nun because this green, this nice green scene did not scream nun and churches. Although we did and,
1: think maybe it's the sound of
2: music, you know, the hills are alive. <laughs> <laughs> after, after we were fact. grasping at straws at this point. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this was 40 minutes into the game and you were still at the beginning it was like oh my god what <laughs> yeah. could it be
0: and on that yeah. other note I, I did mention as, as we were playing but I definitely think it would be improved by an additional rule to say that all your references have to be movie quotes or, or references <laughs> I,
1: think, I think that'd, I, I that'd think drive you utterly insane wouldn't it it would yeah I, I think that would be the reskin version of this game that I would love to play you know where, yeah a yeah, movie, be... movie reference yeah, one definitely. instead of weird
0: dreamscapes you've got to yeah. figure out which movie it's connecting to rather than a murder
1: I, I think that would work
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what sort of? would have to perhaps '80s movies or something. You know, you'd have an awful fun time with the '80s yeah. movie poster artwork instead yeah, of the, yeah. the weird ones, yeah. psychedelic dreamscapes.
1: Yeah,
2: I think playing it with the expansion might have made it a bit more interesting. As well, because we would have had different cards more often.
0: I think the expansion is just there to give it more longevity, isn't it? Yeah, I as because you pointed it out. you, if we were to play through another five times in the same sort of circumstances with the same players, we would probably find ourselves falling into the same holes of. Yeah. We all now know that
2: we interpret this card in this way, but even yeah. just playing with, we played two games tonight, and we had at least five or six cards that were the same of like things yeah, on the quite table. Often, yeah, they kept. Yeah, and the they, same ones keep coming around, and they when did you keep coming around. Yes. Yeah. Um. And it, it is boring to look at the same cards over and over again. It, it's nice to see a new card come up and go. Ooh, yeah, there was new- only
0: tonight. There were only two two new cards that came up that we hadn't seen in the in the previous nights yeah. playing as mm. well. Which is yeah, yeah, that
2: was quite good. Well, I suppose you could say that with a lot of games. If you play it often enough, you once just, again, that's yeah. yeah,
0: that's just part and parcel of board, board game, games yeah. in general, yeah. isn't it? That you get used to the stuff.
1: How do we like the theming? Is there the the kind of the, the Victorian um, aesthetic? Does that add to the game? Would you change that? Uh, well,
0: or? yeah, once again, I mean, that, that sort of Victoriana stuff's quite quite up my alley. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I really did enjoy that. I thought that was very nice. The, the artwork of it, some of the board pieces are a bit redundant. Yeah. There's an awful lot of little pieces that you put out just to show which area you're putting the cards in, which is completely pointless. <laughs> <laughs> they serve no purpose whatsoever, but fine. It all adds to the look of it. Hmm. I... Th- I think they could have done more with a, with an actual like a playboard or something, something on the lines of a of a you know, an old fashioned Ouija board, or yes. actually laying out a board as if it was a, a Victorian seance table of some description. I think yeah. would have been be quite nice, more it? visually striking than just what you get. So mm. I think
2: I think those little pieces are meant to be a crystal ball. It's meant to be visions in a crystal ball. I think that's what it's meant. Yeah, to be. Yeah, I mean it's,
0: it's all there, yeah. and you can see what they what they're getting at, but they haven't it. quite tied no, it all together it, it, in it something that's really visually. You don't striking. get that sense. No, I mean if if you wanted to, you could lay this all out in in your own way, and you could deck out your own table to be a full on yeah sort of. Well, we had
1: the spooky music tonight, so uh, <laughs> yes, if <laughs> yeah, you we did can, yeah. the Ghostbusters, yeah, Ghostbusters was incredibly spooky. Yeah. Spooky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the rest of the music was alright <laughs> the Jaws theme yeah oh, okay some of the music was alright <laughs> hey
0: great music not spooky at the slightest yeah. really But yeah. okay, so we, we had a lot
1: music. of kind of 80s synth or 80s based synth music didn't we so we had the Stranger Things soundtrack come yeah. on and uh, yeah, so, on
3: <laughs> yeah Yeah, yeah so. it felt like it should have been skinned as a a cyberpunk game. Okay, so the music, <laughs> the,
1: the music was terrible. <laughs> but that's no fault of the game.
3: No, yeah, that was just Amazon Music decided to yeah go somewhere.
0: No, so uh, the final thoughts then?
1: Yeah, I mean, from my point of view, I I kind of bumped heads against the game sort of concept just because it frustrated me so much. I think it's not a you know it's it's not a game I would necessarily. Play again in a hurry. You wouldn't but buy it, definitely. I, no, I wouldn't buy it myself. No, um, I, but I don't mind playing it. I, I think it's it's enjoyable. I think the artwork is great. I think the the theme is good. Um, it's just not up my alley. Do you think it
2: would be improved by more people because it does say up to is it seven players? Seven players. We've we played it with three and four, and I think I looked on like the website. Um,
1: I suppose there's there's a couple of elements that we didn't include, which were the the timer.
2: No, we didn't include the timer. We didn't include
1: the timer, and you're right, more players I think probably would make it more of a party game.
0: Yeah. I don't think that's that's not necessarily going to change the... The issue that you have with no. yourself, no. though, is it? It no. just means there's going to be more people around yeah. to add that pressure of you not feeling like you're socially normal. Although well, I've said
1: that, the more because you only put in six cards in the middle of the table, don't you? So actually, it makes it easier the more players there are because you can you, you, you play more
2: you, cards with you more up, players. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you have oh, the number okay. of cards. Oh, okay. more players. Yeah, there's always, I think, is it two cards more than the players playing, oh. or three cards more than the players playing, or something like Fair. that, depending on the difficulty, obviously. Yeah. I think I I found with that just an interesting point is when we played with a three-player
0: game, I think I feel that that took a lot longer than when we played with the four-player game.
2: Because you have to double up the characters. Yeah, because yeah.
0: you're playing two characters each at that point, which yeah. makes it a, much more of an interesting mental exercise mm. trying to focus in on what the hell is he trying to tell you not only once but twice. Yeah. So um, that added to a thing. So, But then I, I suppose as you add more players from that point up, you're not going to really feel any any difference in that. It is going no. to slow the game down a bit because just just more players to,
2: to yeah. deal with, and you have to be far more tactical with your little chits as well. Would you not Do, get more of them? No, you nope. get a oh, set them. You oh. get your oh, six, yeah. and so, that's well,
0: it. Then perhaps if you got, yeah, you would be more specifically tactical with it, and you wouldn't just be chucking them in everywhere. Really.
2: Yeah. you'd have to be a hundred. Well, you know, 100%. yeah, you'd have to be
0: fairly sure that they've got it right. You so. can't
2: waste them then. Yeah, so it adds that aspect as well. well yeah, it would change it somewhat, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. So what about yeah, you guys? Really
1: do. Did you uh, enjoy the game?
2: Well, I bought it, and uh, I bought it off recommendations of people and um, looking for something different on BoardGameGeek.com mm-hmm. and just looking at you know, the top-rated games. And it's up there. I think it's oh, top yeah. 100 or you know, something like that. And it just sounded interesting and different. There aren't many, if any, games like it out there that I've played anyway. And I've enjoyed it. I'd say most of the times I play, there are some times where it is frustrating. I see your point that it is frustrating and it's not a game to play when you're tired and not in the zone Mm. because you just don't get it. You, you want, you know, you, if you just want to roll dice and move tokens around a board, this isn't the game for you. But it does press a lot of my buttons. I do enjoy it. And I, well, I bought the expansions. So (laughs) it it goes to show and I would play again, but with, no, I, I would as you were saying earlier about um would it be an introductory game? Yes, I think I would use it as an introductory game because there's not a huge amount of rules to complicate. It's like we showed Rich today in I think we taught you it in five, ten minutes. You know, okay, we played the game and it wasn't long and you I'll you picked it up within like the first round. Yeah, and it, it, it's easy to pick up, and you can see why. Uh, you can see that it could be a party game if you wanted it to be. Um, so yeah, I would play it, and I would I would use it as an introductory game as well. Yeah, and even like for kids, you know, you know, what does that card, rep, What do you think it does? I I think even kids might, because maybe having more abstract minds <laughs> might actually get a bit more out of it than yeah. us older. We... Uh,
1: yeah, the only caveat I would say is that if you don't get it. Or if you are frustrated by it, you, get, you can get very angry at the game. So yeah. it can potentially be quite a a difficult game to play if you're not feeling it.
0: Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. For me, actually, that playing the game really got me out of being tired. because I've yeah. been absolutely knackered this week. I've been falling asleep <laughs> at work. So for, for me to come here, I was just like, oh, no, you know, we got to get on. We're going to do this, and we're going to going to play this game. And within five minutes of being into it,
2: uh, we started we, firing those new neurons. Yeah, and it's yeah. certainly a
1: wholly immersive experience, isn't it? You, you know, Once you're playing the game, you're playing the game, and you are definitely in the zone yeah. almost immediately when you start playing. And that's probably why it's so frustrating, is because you're so into it, you're like, Oh, well, when it goes wrong, well, you I, are yes, invested. I suppose
0: that is, yeah, you've got that level of investment, even if you're not really into the concept, but you're still mm. in there because it, you're in it enough yeah. to get miffed at it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I did... Once again, even to your point, it's doing something there, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. So, uh, I personally, I think it's a it's a brilliant game. I think it's a it's really unique. I've never seen anything like this. Um, and the, once again, the fact that it isn't just paint by numbers game, it is totally interpretive, makes it very unique. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Um, I would probably use it as an a game to certain types of people, um, but wouldn't go buying it myself because we already own it as a group amongst (laughs) us and i'm not going to have another group of five to seven players (laughs) who aren't already you guys so there wouldn't be any point me doing that but um, i certainly think it's a you know it's amongst my favorite games i've played in a while Mm -hmm.
3: yeah so i would use it as an introductory game you know it's that easy setup, quick to pick up like it's like five minutes into the first round after reading the book at Whilst during setup, I didn't really read the rules. I more read the the law around the investigators, which is only like a paragraph. But it was, and then once you like you say get into the game, it's really immersive. It's like right, I'm invested in this character. I want to get this right, um, for the group. And then, like I say, when it got to the the other side, that sucked. That that initial enjoyment out for me. But I think. If we were to play it again, and I was another investigator, I'd find that enjoyment again.
1: I suppose it's a bit like so I'm when you're sort of
3: ambivalent about the game. It's, it's, it's like when you play
1: the Resistance, for example. You know, if you're playing as a spy, if if you enjoy that sort of thing, you're going to really enjoy it because you've got that yeah. kind of sense of power and of knowledge that you know something that other people don't know. If you're bad at playing the spy, you hate playing the Resistance because it. You know, there's always the possibility. What are you <laughs> no reason, <laughs> uh, but it, it's it's a similar thing. If you're playing the game and you know that you're not going to enjoy playing the the, the spirit, then you, if you, you turn around and say, "Well, actually, I don't really enjoy that," you can just skip the, skip to somebody else. Yeah, who does enjoy That sort of thing. So.
2: Yeah. So, like I say, whereas I think some people would eat up like the fact of being the ghost, I, I think yeah. some people would enjoy that power that I um I am trying to. Give you clues And then, you know it, it is like being the GM In a tabletop game In a role play yeah. It's that kind of power And I think a lot. I think some personalities Would enjoy being the ghost I enjoy being the ghost But I also enjoy Being the investigator But I see Rich's yeah. points What did you prefer Rob?
1: Um, I'm not sure actually uh, I think I probably Preferred being I think we actually Had a pretty successful time When I was the ghost <laughs> so Yeah we, we did enjoy, We did really well Yeah so I think I probably enjoyed Being the ghost more uh, mm. To be honest
2: Yeah because that because a lot of your abstracty things get you know get removed when you're the ghost because you, mm. it's you're not trying to figure stuff out you're yeah well what you're your... trying to
1: figure out is you know what card would best sum up that particular card without pointing at any of the other cards yeah uh, and that's that's the challenge when you're the ghost so it, it does become much more sort of a, it, it is a more much more sort of logical thing in your own mind when you're the ghost because you're like okay well that card represents that yeah um, and then the players have to interpret that. And that's when it all gets a bit fuzzy for me. But mm. uh, you know, that's the game. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I think um I I probably equally enjoyed playing either either side of the uh of the board. Mm. Um I think you're, you're more um it's a more intense experience to be the ghost. Mm. You that you've got more weight on your shoulders, you've got more responsibility to to deliver some form of structured clue or something that other people are going to be able to pick up on. It is on. stressful as well. Um, yeah, I didn't, didn't find
2: it stressful. Oh, I did.
3: Because yeah, yeah, I mean, it's you three it really staring enjoyed.
2: at me from behind the board. It's like, oh my God, I hope I get this right this time. <sighs> you, know, you should you know, just give up GM in the general
3: thing, yeah. really. <laughs> I must admit that's what I felt is when, you know, I, I felt like I'd let Rob down... <laughs> Oh, Rich.
1: <laughs> don't feel like that it's me being stupid that's, that's, that's how Rob feels
0: every morning don't feel like that I look in the mirror I've yeah. let myself down oh no
1: <laughs> I think that's all of us isn't it <laughs> oh, well. and on that note <laughs> uh, unless we've got anything else to say about uh, mystery, no, I, I think that's, that's a, a reasonable good, yeah. place to leave it I think we've, we've kind of talked around the subject I guess um, okay then well I've been Darren I've been Chris. I've been Richard. I've been Rob, but I remain Rob.
0: (laughs) Well, do so. (laughs) Okay, we'll see you all next time.